the USFL gambling podcast week six preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network presented by WinBet. Bet fifty dollars at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over/under game. Just head over to sleeper.com/sgp on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com/sgp. And we're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. Week six preview and picks edition. We are five weeks in. We are at the midway point of the first UFL USFL season since 1986. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> oh. Oh man, your boy Dundee, you know, two and two last week, but my lock, my lock of the New Jersey generals cashed that in. I wrote that on the money line. And then I also had another dog, the Pittsburgh Maulers get it done. I can't wait to ask someone about this, but I am joined by the DFS God himself. Remember to come play USFL uh, DFS with us as we drop a weekly USFL DFS show over on the USFL Gambling Podcast. Uh, so come, uh, open invitation Football to come play with us. Football is a unique bucks, American experience. Uh, give it up for a game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric, with little chance of survival. There we go. Hey, no wedding for you. Know the 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 there wasn't a point of the wedding. We asked the bartender. Well, you know, that's the best you can get. That's the best I can do. Well, uh, you know, I, I 
give away a Pennsylvania parlay. That's what you got. Baltimore's going to hit. Uh, the Stars for about a quarter and a half of dominating the Stallions. Because the Stallions started Alex Magoo. And then they, they, Mr. Magoo gets thrown out of the game. Not the benched for Jamar Smith. And whoa! Jamar Smith coming out on fire. What the hell are they doing? Such a huge difference. Like spring football is going to work in America. Tampa and and Magoo in week one when Magoo was starting, they were losing to the Generals. Yeah, he got injured and Jamar Smith came in and and looked really good. I can't believe they started him. That's crazy. Okay, I think Holtz has learned his lesson now. Jamar Smith is your guy. Well, you know, DeAndre Johnson played the whole game for the Generals. Finally. Finally. And uh then the Pittsburgh Maulers, Kirby Wilson. Hey, sometimes sometimes I think coaches make football too complicated, right? Sure. And it, it's like, well, you not only not only uh coaches, eh, us as analysts and people that work at SGPN, I say, you know, I remember getting an argument saying this is not that this is not that, you know, with another USFL guy that we have. And I go, it, it sometimes it just might just go get the best athlete and do what the generals are doing essentially. Now I know the generals have a good offensive line and three or four playmakers, but I, I was kind of calling for this saying, why would you not go get, I think I even said Khalil Tate, right? Who's yeah. in the CFL, I believe. Yeah. I said, you know, if you're really struggling offensively, why not just do that? And, and, you know, just continually run, you know, out of the same, the same uh, formation and go play action. But but basically, put your best athlete back there and try to make plays. Well, the Maulers kind of took a page from myself. Maybe they listened to the pot. I don't know. You know, Mike Pereira, we thought might have listened to me. Maybe <laughs> Kirby Wilson was like, "Who is this picked on D bastard?" Well, and they were zero and four with the worst offense in the league, so they needed to shake something up. Well, it's like what I said with the triple option, and and especially like I, I would say right now, and I, I don't know if you heard our show with Patty C, but I said, if you're the gamblers, all right, Clayton yeah. Thorson. Like the gamblers have had a halftime lead in every game. This is, so Which far. is a crazy stat. All five of them. Well, and it it to me, it's not that the other team storms back. It's more so that the gamblers make turnovers that set up the other team. Yeah. So I almost think you're better just running. Like if they were to take Isaiah Zuber and run the Wildcat. Now Mark, Mark Thompson might be the best running yeah, back in or, the league. That's what I'm saying. Like to me, like. I think they're over. They're, they're making it harder on themselves by dropping back Clayton Thorson. There was seven minutes left in that in that uh, Gamblers game against the Maulers. Gamblers were up eight, and the Maulers really hadn't had a successful drive all all second half. First half, uh, Vad Lee was getting it done, but and I thought, well, how can the Gamblers blow this? And first off, I think like the the very next play, if not that, or the play after. Clayton Thorson throws a pick. They'll right? find a way. They've proven they've proven that they're actually solid, but they'll find a way to snatch defeat from the jaws yeah. of victory. Well, the big turnover was Clayton Thorson fumbled the ball by himself. He went. <laughs> he dropped back for pass and, and, and tried to move out of the pocket, and he fumbled the ball off of himself. If there was ever a lawn chair move, <laughs> that's it. The self fumble. <laughs> yeah. The self force fumble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But if you're not athletic enough to <laughs> to take a, a couple steps and keep the ball in your hands, you're a lawn chair. <laughs> oh man, but but my point exactly is is and then Vad Lee makes them pay for it. Now now it's not like Vad Lee ran for a hundred yards. I think he rushed for like twenty five yards or something. But it was not only that; it was the fear he put in the defense. Like he extended plays on passing plays. 
like to me, like just with his feet. So and he was signed like two days before the game. But that's what I mean is that this you is know, not like to me. Like, why are you sticking? Like, okay, Clayton Thorson. I don't think he should be cut, but put him as a backup. Right. Go out and get a a uh, a a you know an athletic quarterback. You can pick one up. There's tons of them there. You know, there's sure. a, there's over 200 teams in, in FCS and FBS college football. So I know there's quarterbacks coming all the time, and we just saw it with Vad Lee. And I honestly, Vad Lee looked much better than Laletta or uh, Josh Love yes. ever have. Yes. And let's face it. I mean, this isn't the NFL where a simple offense might not be effective because you know, the players are just that talented and that big and that fast. I think it, it could work with a run heavy approach, whether you triple option, you say, or some kind of wildcat or something, I think it definitely could work. And if well, you're struggling, if you're sitting at one and four or two and three, you know, what do you have to lose? Well, especially like the gamblers are making all these turnovers in the second half. Yeah. Well, there's one way not to turn over the ball. Don't throw it. <laughs> You've yeah. had the lead. Get the ball out of Thorson's hands. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just run the ball to Mark Thompson and you have the, and punt the ball successfully and right. you've won this game and maybe right. even score with Mark Thompson. He's so good. Um, but I was on the Mauler's money line, buddy. Now I didn't know Vad Lee was going to play. I, you know, uh, the, I didn't know that that was going to shake out like that, but I just sure. thought, I just we, thought, you know, we discussed it last week. We're like, you know, we're, we, we, I think we both agreed that he's probably not going to see too much action because he's just so new to the team. Well, Hey, sure enough. He's all, he's all a lot of action <laughs> look pretty damn good too. So it'll be interesting to see what he does this week. You would think with, you know, some more time, he's only going to look even better about, you know? Yeah. And, and how about this man? The odds in this league don't make any sense. I don't know if you you caught the SGP show on this. You know the Breakers are still they have better odds than the the Generals to to win the USFL. And I it's almost like the Vegas odds makers don't realize yeah that the the playoff system. Right. The, the right. North the North is going like right now if the, if the playoff started there would be the Philadelphia Stars, the New, the New Jersey Generals and then the Breakers and the Stallions. Uh, and the breakers have the same record as the bandits. So th- if the bandits were to win a game and the breakers lose, then, then the ba- breakers won't even make the playoffs. The generals Ban- are pretty much a lock for the playoffs right now. I don't think the bandits are making the playoffs. So well, I, I mean, mean, I totally I'm just get saying that the same record I totally gets your point. I, I know. And yeah, really, I mean, if you look at the three best teams in the league, only one is from the North. Uh, and so obviously, you know, their chance of making it to the super bowl or whatever you want to call it. The uh, American bowl, the freedom, cup. Call it? The freedom, freedom cup. cup. Yep. Uh, is a lot better. So yeah, I think it makes complete sense. You know, New Orleans has to get through Birmingham to even make it there. So yeah, I think a nice future play is certainly New Jersey. Uh, well, and I mean, <laughs> to cover your ass, you know, why not? I mean, I know this sounds crazy early on. We haven't even talked to this game, but the Maulers are 40 to one and they're one game out of first place right now, Nick. <laughs> so, so the, the team that is, I'm not first place, they're, they're one game out of the playoffs is what I mean. Yeah. The team that is got the one game lead on them has a, they're completely predictable. They're on a backup quarterback. Their run defense is terrible to me. I saw signs in the Maulers and the, the Panthers, the Panthers lost again, but at least Shea Patterson threw for 300 over 300 yards. So to me, like, the Maulers and the Panthers have really great odds here. It why not if you're going to bet the Generals, just bet one of the other ones with the Generals, and you have a decent shot. 
I mean, I, I see, I get your point. It's not like, you know, the NFL where the top couple teams are just head and shoulders above Detroit or Jacksonville or something. So yeah, I, I mean, Birmingham is not that much better than Pittsburgh. Uh, I still have kind of a hard time betting on Kirby Wilson and, and Pittsburgh just cause they beat the gamblers by a point. Uh, <laughs> the gamblers are also one and four. So let's not, you I mean, know, but you gotta think Vadley's going to be, you gotta be, you, you gotta be thinking Vadley's going to be more comfortable in that offense. I mean, he was picked up like two days before you would th- think so, but also defensive coordinators might have more time to, you know, see what's true. What, you know, their offense is starting to look like with them, but honestly, okay. So we're halfway through the season right now. Um, officially at the halfway mark. I know we're going to be picking games in a second here, but if you had to say who is going to be in the, the second spot in the East. So you think the breakers will beat the bandits in the South? I mean, for that spot, essentially, I still think the stallions and breakers are the, are the best two teams in the South. Yes. And obviously New Jersey is the best team in the North. That's a good question. As far as who's the second team there, it, that is pretty wide open because, because you remember just two weeks ago. So the stars got beat down last week by double digits. Yeah. Two weeks ago, the Panthers should have won that game. They missed a chip shot on some bad coaching that would have beat the stars. So the stars really only should have one win. So I, I think the Maulers or the Panthers can beat the stars to that playoff spot. It's wide open. I just, I mean, Jeff Fisher and and Kirby Wilson. That that's your, those are your your two problems. <laughs> In uh, case cookies, your your boy, uh, what's his name, the coach of uh, the Stars, uh, Bart Andrus. Bart, he hasn't impressed me all that much Dude, either. He was killing me this past game because as I, I remember, I took I took the Stars plus six and a half. They almost backdoored that, by the way. They yeah. got all the way down to the fifteen yard line, but um, seven run plays. This was not the the Stallions didn't just blow them out. The Stallions only won by double digits because they scored with like four minutes left. This was yeah. the, the Stars were up. I thought they they played better in the first half than the Stallions. Yeah, but in the second, uh, no, I'm sorry, second half, third quarter, I think they only had like 15 yards of offense, and then in the fourth quarter they struggled to move the ball, and it was so predictable. Every pass you have Paul right. Terry, he had a great average. He had like a 30 yard run in the first quarter. I think he only had like two carries. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> so. It's terrible coaching. I'm like, okay, c- clearly they know you, if you're on your backup quarterback, right? Who's playing pretty solid. I think he's a pretty solid backup quarterback. And I just thought, like, dude, the defense knows what you're doing. Yeah. They know what you're doing, which is never good in football unless they just have flat out better athletes. But I don't know. I, I was shocked by the 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 lack of commitment to the run. And Certainly. I think that's, that's what cost them the game. Um, and I, I worry about them in the future. Cause they, they remind me of, uh, and, and I thought new Orleans actually had a moment in this, in the New Jersey game where the breakers, I thought the generals were dropping everybody. And I was like, they don't respect their run game. Yeah. And the, the breakers ended up throwing a couple picks because of it. And I thought, I thought, I mean, I don't think the breakers are nearly as bad as Philadelphia. Right, but I thought they became too predictable. And and meanwhile, I've been telling you about this Generals offense, dude. This is the I, I think it's the best offensive line in the whole league. Yeah. And when you add in the mixture of all those guys, right? I don't even think. I mean, that look, the Stallions have some playmakers with Bolden, Osiris Mitchell. I like Kerry Angeline, the tight end, mm-hmm. and Marable came into his own last week. However, I don't think they're as good. Like the the weapons on New Jersey. It's like they could almost score a touchdown. They have like three or four guys that can break it for a touchdown at any time. Right. 
Um, I don't know. I, 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 I just thought, uh, so, you know, I was on, uh, you, 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 you took the breakers to, to beat the generals, buddy. How you feel about that one? I was wrong. I, I was wrong on a lot last week. I think I went one and three. I think uh, the only game I covered on was uh, the Maulers and the points. Um, but you know what? I'm looking through the dashboard, buddy. All right, I'm looking in the future. Forget about the past. The interesting <laughs> thing I find with this week, I, I mean, right now with three three of the four games, it's about a touchdown, give or take favorites, which is kind of crazy. You know, halfway through, it. Apparently the cream has risen to the top in order to have this, you know, these, these, this high of favorites here. So it'll be interesting to see what the underdogs do this week, or if just a handful of teams are really going to run away with it. Yeah, it's a good point. All right. Before we get to it, I want to tell you that the USFL gambling podcast is brought to you by win bet. Yes. I mean, right now guys at win bet guys and gals, uh, make sure to get down on win bets. Bet $50 win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. You can win a golf trip to uh, win Las Vegas uh, PGA Championship. Bet $100 on golf this week and be entered in to win a golf trip to the Win Las Vegas. That promotion ends on May 22nd, but uh, there's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app. Uh, visit winbet.com to get started today. Uh, look, Offer subject to change, terms and conditions apply at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state to play through Winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Yes, Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a, a fantasy league on there. I know I do. Uh, it, it's, it's a game changing product, unlike anything else I've seen in the industry. And, and now you can make money on Sleeper. Besides fantasy, by playing their new over under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players you like and pick the over or under, for example, a uh, number of points in a basketball game or, or hits in the baseball game. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win as much as, well, from two times to 20 times the amount of money you put in. The main reason I'm excited for over under on Sleeper is the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play props together, essentially. Yes. You can do the DFS thing, but, but imagine the props. All right. It, it's got that built in uh, group group chat too. So you can talk a lot of shit to your buddies saying, oh, I know Mahomes is going to throw over 300 yards. You know, I know uh Vadley is going to throw over through 300 yards, Nick. Boom. You can do it. Th- that would be shocking. <laughs> I'll Stop. bet you the under on that. <laughs> Stop what you're doing to download the sleep rap now to play in their new over under game. Um, and, and get this on your mobile phone. You can join our listener group at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's right. Join our squad and get the hundred percent deposit match at sleeper.com slash S G P. All right. Saturday. We don't have a Friday game kind of bummed about that, but the numbers on Friday haven't been fantastic. So I could pot- potentially see the logic in this. And I don't know to tell you the truth. Um, you know, last week's numbers were a little down. They were competing against like five game sevens, which is tough because normally yeah. everyone, but a, another thing is they didn't have any primetime weekend games, which well, I think I, cost them. I also feel like though, like if you're talking about NBA and, and, and NHL, most of those games are primetime. That's so true. Maybe their strategy is to get the game Saturday, Sunday in the afternoon before, you know, less competition. I suppose this week we also have uh, the Preakness, right? 
we got the Preakness. We got some more uh, NHL playoffs, uh, NBA playoffs, some MLB regular season. Good thing though, also is there's less games now. Now that the NHL and NBA have advanced around, mm-hmm. there's fewer games. So that Agreed. might be a good thing. Could be a good thing. Hopefully, it will be. So Saturday, May twenty first, ten a.m. on the West, one p.m. on the East. The Tampa Bay Bandits. I think this is the biggest game of the weekend because the winner in this game is going to be very much alive. I mean, I guess it depends, I guess who would lose, but yeah. Tim, Tampa Bay bandits, Philadelphia stars. I think both teams need this win to stay afloat in the playoff race. Uh, Tampa Bay is laying three points. Total is at 39 and a half. I actually struggled with, with handicapping this game. <laughs> I struggled with it because yeah. actually these teams, actually, I think I was trying to make this comparison earlier where I said that uh, the breakers were too predictable. Yeah. I actually think the bandits and the stars are the softest teams in the league, right? They like that. They like to pass. They don't like to commit to the run right. too much. Um, now I think pepper Johnson's done a decent job with the defense of the bandits. They got that win and T- Tamu looked a lot better. However, I'm going to take the stars plus the points. I just think you got to take the points. You're getting three. I got no idea who's truly better here. I think it's a kind of a 50, 50 game. What do you think here? Yeah. So, I mean, Tamu threw for, I think a shade over 200 and two touchdowns, but 50 yards and one touchdown was on that very, very fortunate trick play yeah. flea flicker yeah, that yeah. Uh, they got very lucky that that worked. So throw out that play and it's a rather pedestrian day of the office for Tamu. Um, I think we know what Tampa Bay is at this point. Uh, they, they'll find a way to beat the bad teams of the USFL. Their wins are over Pittsburgh, Houston, and Michigan. They're not going to knock off the good teams. But uh, are the stars a good team, especially is, without Brian Scott? That is that is the question. <laughs> I mean, Case Kukas has looked solid. He threw for over 200 last week, but they have zero run game, very unbalanced offense. Uh, Philly also has an awful run defense. But I don't know if Tampa Bay can take advantage of that, especially with BJ Emmons out. So I agree. These two teams, it's hard to get a read on them. I don't think either of them is very good. I will take the points. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay, they shouldn't be three and two, let's face it. <laughs> uh, the over unders at 39 and a half. I lean over. I, I'm, on, I'm on a lot of overs this week, but I went under in this matchup. I think I think they're getting more and more in tuned offensively. Teaser alert: This is my only under of the week. Ooh. Who's getting more in tune? I mean, every USFL offense because you're in yeah. week six. But uh, yeah, I, I'm on the stars plus the three. I don't know that they'll win it, but I think you have to take the three. I, I'm yeah, I'm going money line too. Yeah, I just think uh, yeah. I mean, you're right. It's, this game's hard to predict. The hardest of out of all of them, I think. I think this is the hardest one to forecast out of all four games. Yeah, because I, 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 it's hard to get a, a read on these two. I mean, they're 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 both pretty average, and you have two average teams going up against each other. So, should be interesting. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. Maybe they can change and run the ball a little bit. One of these teams. If you had to bet on who's going to have the better rushing numbers. Jawan Washington or Paul? T- I mean, I think Paul Terry's good. I think Jawan Washington's all right. Yeah, but I, I, well, especially with Tampa Bay, you have Tamu's rushing abilities. So if, if you're telling me who has more rushing yards, I'm gonna go Tampa Bay. 
Yeah. I think they also commit a little bit more. Exactly. So, all right. Saturday night, Saturday, Saturday night, you know, that's my, that's my Saturday night, Saturday night fever, uh, uh, impersonation there. Um, the Michigan Panthers, Jeff Fisher, still alive, still very much alive. And the, the Birmingham stallions are doing battle at an, out of the fucking blue Shea Patterson <laughs> throws for over three. I mean, he threw for like 46 yards the game before. Are you buying now? I, I don't know, but did they figure something out? Maybe um, they are one and four. They easily could be three and two or four and one, but they're one and four. The stallions are five and oh shark dog ended up missing the game. Shout out to our boy shark dog, but I think he is due back for this one. Panth. I mean, it's Panthers uh, stallions are laying six and a half to, uh, over unders at 37 and a half. I mean, I, I'm just going to, there's if, if you're skip Holtz, you don't want to go undefeated, right? <laughs> like one of these teams has to catch him. I don't think they're worried about that yet, but I do agree. You know, I mean, how, how many weeks in a row can they come up victorious? Can they, you know, I mean, cause they're not blowing anybody out. Well, a, a lot of them are comebacks. A lot, right. almost everyone's a comeback. Right. But at the same time, I've, I've been on Michigan the last two weeks <laughs> and they've just found every way to screw me. So when it comes down to it here, uh, the, the, the first off, the line has me a little worried. At you know, at minus six and a half, I think that's baiting people to take Birmingham, you know, because it is less than seven. But when I went back and forth on this, I was I was willing to take the bait because I do think Birmingham's going to find a way to win, and I think Michigan's going to find a way not to cover. You know, <laughs> maybe a late score. This line <laughs> smells a hundred percent because what they lost by by more than six and a half to the to the Bandits, and the Stallions are undefeated. That's right. That's right. Uh, so maybe I'm going against uh, you know that gut feeling, but I'm not taking Michigan for a third week <laughs> in a row. Uh, they've screwed me too many times. Fisher's going to find a way to blow it, <laughs> and you have to love this Birmingham team because every week they get it done. Jamar Smith better start this week, so you don't have to worry about them trying to come back with him at the helm. This team's dynamite, man. I'm seeing plus two eighty on the money line. I know these Birmingham the Birmingham Stallion fans have tweeted stuff at me already. Good. I think they're You're good. Hating. Look, You're I'm hating. a skip Holtz guy. I want them to, to play the generals in the championship. All right. However, I think, you know, you start reading your, your press clippings. Someone's going <laughs> to catch you. Give me the six and a half on the Panthers sprinkle a little bit on that money line. I look, I hit on a, on a six and a half point dog last week with the Maulers this week. Rarrow. Give me the Panthers. That's my, that's my uh, Panther right there. Now um, let's go Birmingham. I'm I'm calling for a money line play plus two. I'm on the over too. I am on the over too. I think that that might be my lock of the week is the over in this game. Well, there was uh, all four overs hit last week. Yeah. So that's so what yeah, I mean. You wonder if that's going to be a trend or if it's going to be like the exact opposite this week. But I think there's going to be some points here. I am on the over. Okay. Next up, we got no. Actually, before we get to the next game, I got to get us paid again. I want to tell you that the uh, the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG One supplement. And you're probably wondering, hey, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG One, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. 
and those things will help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. And it costs less than three dollars a day. I mean, you got to do this thing to make it easy. Athletic Greens is giving you of uh, a free one year supply of immune support and supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. All right. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Mm-hmm, that's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. IP Vanish is offering uh, an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free people. Yes. And it's very easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. So go, so go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP to claim 70% off your savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right, Sunday, Sunday, uh, bloody Sunday. The, it, perhaps it will be bloody Sunday for the breakers. Break a break a one two. You need a win right here, and you're playing the red hot Pittsburgh Maulers uh, with their new hot shot quarterback. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm seeing shop around. I do see an eight out there, but I'm seeing seven and a half on the on the site that we are using. Win bet uh, seven Valley and a half up, up at eight. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Eight plus I'm seeing plus two ninety five, plus two ninety out there. Mm. Um, let's uh, I mean, Nick winning. They say winning is contagious. Pat Riley said that uh, the Maulers got off the, got off the schneid or got on the schneid, whatever it's called. But <laughs> uh, regardless, eight points, seven and a half points. You know what? I think it's too much, right? Too much. It's too much. Let me maul that. Let me maul it up again and uh, play that sweet ass music. The Maulers are here. I'm on it. So I'm on it. I'm still a breaker believer. I still think they're one of the top three best teams. Uh, you know, but you're right. You know, their their play calling, their lack of a focus on the run game and turnovers, turnovers, the interception, Sloter, Sloter Sunday. What's going on the last couple of weeks? I think I think five interceptions last two weeks. Yeah, and I know he's got a groin injury that's that's plaguing him too. But well, you gotta clean that shit up, man. So uh but I'm I've never been a huge Larry Fedora guy either. You know, so they they got off to a nice start. Had that very convincing win over Tampa Bay in week two or three. I forget which I one two. it was. I think it was week two. two. Yeah. So um, I still think they're they're in the top echelon of teams here, but I think I do think it's too many points, uh, especially with Vadley. Uh, you know, he threw for a buck seventy, two touchdowns, ran for another twenty yards. He's a he's a difference maker, and I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to go down to the wire. A money line play isn't the worst idea in the world. Are, are you I, saying this to please Patty C since Vladley is a James Madison graduate? 
<laughs> no, I thought he was, you know, uh, I, I couldn't watch the game live because I was tied up at that, that wedding nonsense. But uh, when I went back and watched it, dude, he stood out. Yeah. He makes, he makes plays. He and like that's, instantly, that's what they instantly. I was like, wait, this guy's better than Clayton Thorson. He's better than Josh love. He's better than Loletta. He's, he's better than the first pick in the draft. I don't care that Shea Patterson threw 300 yards. I think Vadley's better. Just make some plays, man. And he'll do that. And he'll keep plays alive. And he gives that offense another dynamic that they didn't have before. Uh, so maybe we're buying in too much just after one game, but uh, I'm a believer right now that, that he could be a very effective quarterback in this league. And I think, uh, you know, Pittsburgh's going to cover this. So I'm talking about pizza for everybody. Let's do it. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm all over the seven and a half or the eight. And I think, you know, it's not the craziest thing to take the money line. I do think new Orleans is probably going to bounce back and win this game. Um, but yeah, I think it's too many points. Agreed. Too many points. Uh, I'm on the over again. And that's at 9 a.m. by the way, on the West, noon on the East, uh, on FS1. But yes, uh, over, uh, over over under at 36. 36. Give me the over. Yeah. Give me the over. Um, all right. So Sunday night, we have uh the Houston Gamblers. Now this is an interesting one because I think the gamblers are in a very dangerous spot from being the first team. That's probably about to be eliminated. Mm. Yeah. I know mathematically they wouldn't be, but I think they would have to, if they lose this and, and the breakers and win. bandits win. Yeah. I think they're pretty much done. Or or you mean the breakers and stallions? Yeah. The bandits have the same record as the breakers too. Right. So to me, like, well, no, the stallions can even lose a game. I'm saying if the bandits and breakers win, I got you. So all and, three teams in that, in the South would be head and shoulders above. Yes. And, and, and then I still think they got to play a couple of hard games. So um, it's a must win game for the gamblers. I wonder if Kevin, someone will make and, and unfortunately for them, they're going up with the team that I think is the best team in the league. Yeah. The generals are laying seven, Nick, actually, hold on. Let me, let me make sure that hasn't moved. No, it's still seven. Yeah. Um, over unders at 37 and a half. I, I hate to go chalk here, but I am. I'm going to go chalk. I'm going to lay that number. I'm going to lay the seven. I'm with you. You know, they were able to beat new Orleans by 10 last week. Uh, and uh, you know, I was, I was on Houston last couple of weeks. Also, they're another team that kind of burned me. You know, I, I'm, I'm fading these bad teams. Houston, uh, we mentioned they're, they're good in the first half, but they cannot do they cannot play a, a complete full, you know, full game. It just, it, it, they can't do it. Thorson is not the guy. Uh, someone probably isn't the guy. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what, uh, what else to say. I'm tired of trying to take points on these fairly bad teams, hoping that the, they can keep it close. So at this week here, I'm going to, you know, ride some of these favorites and uh, New Jersey, potentially the best team. I still say Birmingham until somebody beats them. But uh, New Jersey's obviously right there with him. So give me the generals. I'll lay the touchdown, and I'm on the over again. Toby Johnson wrecking havoc. Former, uh, I mean, he's been on our show before, but he's wrecking havoc for the generals. And and quick to say after last week that don't buy into the hype. We are the best defense mm. in the USFL. Um, 
And I think that that's going to be their. I think they're going to have success against Mark Thompson and and Clayton Thorson's going to have to have a big game. If if the Gamblers are going to cover this or win this game, Clayton Thorson's got to have a good game in the air, turnover free. And that's a dangerous proposition. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm going to lay the seven. I am going to ride the under on this one. Mm. You think they really shut down the Gamblers? I think they'll shut down the run game, and I think the Thornton the Thorson thing. I'm going to get give me like a final score of like uh, twenty seven to seven. Oh, you're talking, you're talking real blowout. Ma- then, ma- huh? Maybe 27, 13. I don't know. Something like that. But uh, well, that, 27, 13, you're, you, you want to be yeah. on the over then, uh, but I think the under's <laughs> going to hit. I think the under's going to hit. Yeah. 24, yeah. 13, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So, uh, cause, cause you gotta remember the generals run the hell out of the ball. So the clock goes pretty fast. Yeah. I think that that offense is just firing on all cylinders right now. So they're, they're definitely going to be in the mid twenties. And I think Houston can get 14 points or so. So I think uh, this is not my favorite over under play, but I think uh, we're looking at, you know, low forties. Let me ask you this, man. I think we all two weeks ago would have said Sloter's the best quarterback in the league. Now, do you say Deandre Johnson or Jamar Smith? So Jamar Smith has been the most consistent. Now he doesn't have a 300 yard passing day to show you. But every week that he's played, the guy has just produced and he's won every game he's played. Give me Jamar Smith right now. Uh, Sloter is, is one of the best passers. He just needs to limit the mistakes. Would limit you the put Sloter? Like, uh, so I'm saying if you're redrafting this league, Jamar Smith would go number one, you think? Sure. Johnson, yeah. would Johnson go ahead of Sloter or would Sloter go ahead of Johnson? Mm, that's tough, man. I can tell you that the mid-season awards just came out, and they gave it to Sloter over Johnson. So the, the two quarterbacks were Smith and Sloter, and that would probably be how the draft is right now. But you got to give it up to Johnson, man. He's playing his ass off. Yeah, I mean he he he's dual. Th- he's the most dual threat in the whole yeah. league. Yeah. I don't know, and Cavante Turpin coming into his own as well. That guy is. Fucking playmaker, get him the ball yeah, between space. him and Vic Bolden. Wow. So, uh, all right, let's, uh, before we get out of here, give me your lock. Give me a dog, my lock. And so the dog, give me the Maulers. Uh Oh, he's going with the Maulers. I look, <laughs> I wrote him last week. I am going to lock up the Panthers. I'm, I'm not locking. I'm sorry. Dog up the Panthers. I'm not locking that one. On, I, I'm going chalk on my lock with the generals. They, they, they treated I, me good. I'm on ride with you. You know, uh, the other one I'm considering is Philly, but that game is such, such a toss up. So no, I'm with you. Lock up the generals and my dogs and maulers. There we go. You heard it here first on the USFL gambling podcast. Uh, rem- remember to check out our DFS episode and all these are recap episode that we do every week. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. Uh, we are also on Twitter at USFL Gambling. Um, so give us a follow there. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give us all a follow. And uh, remember to get the SGPN app and check out all of our other great podcasts, College Football Experience. How about that Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher talk? We got you covered on the College Football Experience as me, NC Nick, and Patty C uh, host that as well. So go check out that episode and all of our other great platforms that we have out there. The Slack channel, always talking USFL. So enjoy that. Um, and, and, and yeah, I think you'll be 
I honestly think if you got into the sports gambling podcast Slack channel, you'd say, "Damn, why didn't I do this before?" Because they're always talking USFL. So do that, and uh, yeah, we will see you after these great, great games going on this weekend. All right, this is the USFL gambling podcast, week six style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. You come from a land down